morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. What up? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bandit Radio Hour. Uh, I'm hanging out with Merce. Merce, say bonjour to everybody. Bonjour. Oh, God. <laughs> No, Dude, I'm, I'm sick, but I'm not that bad. It's pretty, pretty raspy. Uh, but you're not it at sound, like. It sounds like I'm finally getting puberty. <laughs> my man voice is coming in. I started whistling when I talked. Uh, no, you, you don't sound as bad as you have before. Uh, so, dude, you're the melon king this past week. No, I'm the melon bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So what, it's just been like that from melon wheel from sun up till like five o'clock and go to the field and then spray behind where they, you know, cause you know, they, they tear up the vines, get so right. much pulling stuff out, you spray so they don't get disease so they can harvest them a second time or third time. But And you did it again today and it's Saturday. Yep. And tomorrow, what are you doing? I've got to be at my dad's at 6am to hook, grab the head catch and go start working cows. Awesome. And then once we finish cows, hopefully around 12, 1 o'clock, I go straight back to the melon wheel. <laughs> On a Sunday. Damn and it, then boy. to the farm probably around 5 or 6 to start spraying again until dark. I can call you a lot of names that are very accurate. One of them's not lazy. I just, I, I can't. You're, you're busy. And I'm okay with all the other ones. I fried a turkey today and took it easy. That's, that's hung out with family. I feel like a fried turkey. Yeah. I, I cooked it. It was nice. Um, but nah. Uh, so, dude, that's a lot. Hang on. How, how many people do y'all have working cows? Uh, I don't know. Probably way a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like all your extended family, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And y'all work everybody's at once, right? Uh, kind of. We got about the same couple of weeks. We just kind of put everybody. We just do a rotation. Okay, I get a chunk here, get a chunk yep. there. Yeah, I got you. Uh, all right, that's that's nice. It, it's much nicer to have too many people that all know what they're doing, and y'all all have y'all's own system and all flow. Yeah, it's been doing it the same way since I, you know, my aunt's up on the parking gate. And then you know, me and my cousins are on the head catch. Right. Then we've got like the younger cousins. They're just there to like make sure the calves are pushed up and run up. And right. Dad, and they're on the cell telling what to be sold, what goes, and then. They start hauling the market, and then we start cutting calves, and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. What time do you think y'all get done? Start like at said, six. I'm hoping around. I'm hoping around like lunchtime. Okay, that's, that's usually what, unless something goes horribly wrong, which fifty-fifty chance that it <laughs> I fixed the boards as good as I could. I've, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, dude. This past week, let me think. What have I been up to? I dealt with some damn crazy jug-headed mares. Uh, they were quit going to them single bars. I know, I know, especially those. Uh, but no, we we had the farrier out that dealt with our horses, and the farrier is like the person that you know shapes the shoe, the horse hooves and stuff. None of our horses are shoed, but we keep them like maintained. Um, and that one of them <clears throat> that's been out in the woods had got some pretty bad feet, and it's like not even. Not even something that really shoes or anything can fix. Just she's got bad feet. She's old. But she's still having colts. Now got like like right now we got like damn eight colts that are cute little shit. So they're like two to three months old. That are all they're just goofy ass deer at that age. Just yeah. bucking and snorting and farting everywhere. Uh, but anyways, <clears throat> there's this horse, yellow horse, and uh, her hooves were so that she's hurt so bad that we couldn't do it to her conscious. 
So we got to do the fun thing of getting a vet out there and dropping the horse. And that's pretty much it. Give it some, uh, oh, what do you have? Party drug. Um, can't think of it, but it's like a medical drug. That, oh, funky ball. No, it's not, not no, that it's, one. Not the one I did last night. No, <laughs> no it's the... Ketamine. Nos. Oh. Ketamine. He, oh. he got, I'm pretty sure that was it. He got ketamine, put it in the horse. I'm like, that's going to put it to sleep? He goes, no, that's going to make the horse feel great. <laughs> and he goes, then we're putting it to sleep with this oh, other man. one. No, and, funky ball, when oh. I went to uh, Asia... There's all these signs outside the, like the clubs of a balloon with like the, like the no smoking sign, but it's a balloon and it says no funky ball. Apparently, what they'll do is they'll put nitrous oxide in a balloon, a small balloon, and take it in the club, and they'll take hits of nos while they're partying and raging. Whoa, what a what an insane life city life is. Is that like in a big city? Yeah, that was in uh, Saigon. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> wild. Anyways, have your fun. Just don't. And they love the karaoke song Zombie by the Cranberries. You can, like, they love their karaoke, but you will hear that song, like, 15, 20 times a night, just randomly, no matter where you are. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, if there's one song... Yeah, that, it's, it's th- Zombie by Cranberries. It's their banger over there. It's, like, not Britney Spears yeah. or, like, like really? Yeah, you in your head. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's a great song. It's, it's fucking awesome. Uh, that's my fun fact. Yeah, uh, nah, dude, this past week, so I d- dealt with that horse, uh, we dropped her and then shoot her. By the way, our farrier that came out, she's this chick, I'm not gonna name drop, but I- I've just never seen a more modern day, like, Annie Oakley type character. Uh, I think she's in her 40s. Uh, ferries horses for a living, which is a hard-ass job. You're dealing with every kind of horse, from really nice ones to batshit crazy ones and you gotta deal with their hooves in different ways and make them as sound and as good as you can uh so she's doing that uh i'm pretty sure she moved here from canada uh got went down to the keys worked down there on like boats like fixing up old boats and stuff like that supposedly hung out with jimmy buffett and worked on his boat for a little bit then got into rural living in Southwest Florida and like can paint. She can roll cigarettes with one hand, even though she doesn't smoke anymore. She's got a hell of a gun collection. And I'm just like, you're kind of terrifyingly awesome. <laughs> like you, women that talk about their independent, I challenge you with this one. But uh, yeah, that chick, this female Terminator came out to uh, ferry our horses. And like, she's in the middle of it while the horse is down. Now, here's the thing. Horse is, like, asleep and feeling good. Uh, it's got a baby with it, though, this, like, three-month-old colt that it's about, like, I don't know, waist high on me or something like that. And it's, like, trying to be like, hey, what's going on with my mom? Well, I'm trying to get some milk. What are y'all folks doing? It's not, like, freaking out around us, but it's being nosy. And while I'm a little distracted, it just kind of went up to its mom and just stood up on its ass. <laughs> like on two legs, like, mama, get up. And mama. I'm picturing like uh, Land Before Time. Sure. You know, it's been, uh, I saw that movie when I was like three and I can't. Oh, when the mom's like laying there dead and like the little, little foot's trying to like wake up. Something like that. Yeah. Even though, uh, and like, dude, that horse, even though it had a blanket on its head, was like, something's wrong. <gasps> Woof. Like stood up and the farrier like moved her stuff. I grabbed stuff, moved out of the way. Uh, it just swings on the rope a little bit and Doc goes, man, I gave that horse a lot of drugs. 
guess I'll give it some more. <laughs> let, it, let it calm down. And, you know, nothing that's going to harm. got a tolerance like Charlie Sheen. Dude, it was like, it was rip-roaring. He did it, and she dropped again, and we finished it. And checked her the next day, and she's fine, drinking water and walking better. But uh, what, a, what a trip. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Uh, then after that, like, dude, and this is the bad thing of Central Florida right now. When was the last time we got an inch of rain? It's rained, like, once since January. Yeah. And I was digging post holes the other day, and literally I uh, had to do 25 posts, uh, and I think there was two posts in a low region where everything, it, besides that, everything I hit was dry ball-bearing sand. And that's good three feet deep. Yeah, the water like, like there's there's sand. nothing. Like, it's so dry. We're re-digging holes. Uh trying to make it where the cows can drink and I'm trying to fix this fence so our dry cows can get more land and more stuff access to. But anyways, that's how my past week's been. And I fried a turkey today and that was great. And it's Saturday, hitting the brakes a little bit. And there's been like interesting stuff this week that got on my mind. Uh, you know, it's one, I guess the first thing I should hit on, what these videos that have been leaked to make certain people look bad or not or leaked or just otherwise published. And all it's made me do is like these people more. Uh, about Tucker, Tucker, dude, <clears throat> the, the, it leaked about him. And, uh, I suggest anybody go look it up. Uh, we, I have another one loaded right now. We'll get to Tucker in a minute, but first I got to show y'all what Donald Trump did. And if you've uh, already heard this, then you'll probably just love to hear it again. But it's at his deposition. And we're going to play it in a second. But first, that, like, I got I to gotta, like, really put this in perspective. Because, like, Trump, I've never been able to, like, put my thumb solidly on what I definitely like about him and definitely don't like. Well, I know what I definitely don't like. Don't like some of the bills he said he would like to pass or stuff like that. I don't like the COVID stuff that, that he implemented that happened on his watch, I should say. Uh, but what I love, it's like shows off in this video and I don't like personally, I don't like bullies. I don't like people that like pick on other people. That's like really a, like this one up macho man horse shit is like a real big turnoff to me. I'll put up with it. And if it's like a friend just being screwing around, that's different. But, you know, like like real legit that stuff. However, I think Trump is like the perfect that. He's the perfect bully. And what drives so many people love him or hate him crazy in one direction or the other, and I think that's like a, personally, I think that's a bad personality trait. But he's being a bully to the worst people in the world. Some people need it. Yes. I'm not for bullying, but some people need a oh, swift <clears throat> Pop in the back of the head. People need friction at the very <laughs> least, at, at, at a minimum, growing up. I'm not saying that like entitles you to bully people or anything like that, but you know, rough some edges. Yeah. However, uh, dude, when Trump, like from his debates to Justice, that like these people, he he has spoken unspeakable things on camera in front of the to these people and directly about these people. Uh, and it's wonderful. And now, listen, I don't know who this prosecuting attorney is giving him a deposition. Uh, but this is at his deposition for his 
Merce, do you know exactly what it is? Is it for the Stormy Daniel stuff or is it for other stuff? Because my mom, was, who's a Fox News watcher, was saying it was for completely other stuff. It's some woman, I think, saying a while back ago that she, he raped her. Yeah, but, Stormy Daniels, okay. No, Stormy Daniels was the porn star that's... Oh, okay, this different. is a different this woman? This is some other woman that, and she says, like, rape's not even rape. It's, like, I think being sexy or... It's like, yeah. So she's not even claiming, like, he actually... Had did, sex but, with like, her against her will. Yeah, he didn't padiddle her. Yeah. But I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, anyways, here's the tape. Uh, guys, we don't have video <clears throat> of it yet. We're working on that technology. Hey, you want to throw some cash our way? I think we got a cash app or something on our Twitter. By the way, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and at Bandit Radio Hour. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> love them or hate them, this is some of the most hilarious shit I've ever heard. We're going to let it rip. I hope y'all can hear it. When you said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall. Not, I, I look at her, I see her, I hear what she says, whatever. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. I would not, under any circumstances, have any interest in you. <laughs> I'm honest when I say it. Uh, she, I would not have any interest in. When you said in Dude. the video... The way, with such confidence. Balls. That he says it, just so stern. I'm just being honest. I have zero interest in any woman that resembles you. It's like, dude, dude, this is, this is the person, like, interrogating you. Like, kudos. I mean, if he's not lying, I mean. No. It's gotten to the point, sorry, technical difficulties. Uh, but it's gotten to the point where, like, even if he's guilty of what they're claiming he's done, like, as of right now, they have tried to charge him with so many things that, like, it's it's so obvious. And I'm not a Trump fan. I like I like the fact that I believe the people he is bullying are some of the most psychopathic people. I, I don't even know. That might be strong. Maybe not psychopathic, but mo- at, at a minimum, some of the most corrupt people to ever exist. Like bare minimum from evidence I've seen. Uh, he's bullying them. That's great. But like, they have tried to get him on so many things. And I'm kind of equally, I barely dislike, I'm not going to say barely. I dislike Joe Biden more than Trump. But I mean, it's on a on a curb. That's something, but that's a big curb uh, for my ideal candidate. However, like, dude, there's so much other stuff surrounding Joe Biden that, of course, they don't go after. And hey, those George W. Bush did horrific stuff. Clinton, Clinton, George H. Bush. Yeah, like Nate, like they. They're so selective. I think Jimmy Carter was a good guy. I think he was stupid and just got persuaded to sign I, things he should not have. I just genuinely think he was some dumb redneck that went in here and like, hey, we work for the people, right? And the CIA was like, click, click, sit down. He's or they like, were like, yes, sign this. Because, I mean, he still like went and built houses until he died. And Have you ever heard the uh, Bill Hicks joke about what, whenever you're a candidate and you become president? He's like, you know, you say all this stuff, you make all these promises. And this is like back in the 90s, he's saying this. I think Bill Hicks is dead now. Uh, but he goes, then uh, he goes, then they bring you into a smoke-filled room and turn on a projector reel and show you a, a point of view of the Kennedy assassination that's never been seen by anybody else. And then they go, all right, you want to listen? <laughs> like, oh, that's how this goes. So Yeah. I'm not 100% convinced of that, but definitely much more than 50%. Um, or I'm just like, 
they sit you down like, here, we have your search history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's, and I'd be like, hey, people already know I'm weird. Meh. <laughs> Let it fly. Uh, but, yeah, there's leaked tapes of Trump and leaked tapes of Tucker. And Tucker and all of them is just like, it's he's it, so normal. He's very much so. Like, I, if, here, I'll tell you. Merce, tell us how normal he is while I'm pulling this shit up. I mean, yeah, 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 it's just like the the crap happens or goes on, and he'll make like, like it's not like how I would react or you know, it's, a, it's But what's funny is that Fox put it out to make him look bad. And yeah, it just makes him look like a relatable human. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. He's he pretty much said like, well, it's a hot mic on camera. I can't pull it up, but he says uh, something along the lines of he thinks a woman looks yummy if he ever laid eye if he's never laid eyes on her, but he bets she looks yummy. And then uh, he says, "Oops, if someone's recording this, it might be taken out of context." But like, go fuck yourself, MediaMatters.com. dot yeah. com. Then he goes, "By the way, I've never seen this woman, and I'm I don't think she looks yummy. I'm just but if I did, she might look yummy." Yeah, yeah, like he's just talking shit. Obviously, it's like. That's that's like kind of secure secures some of my beliefs about the guy. It's like if the camera was still rolling and he was like, "Oh God, can you believe I'm saying this he bullshit?" Said, I could totally be wrong, and I hope I'm not. I think Tucker just woke up and was I, like, "Oh, I kind of do too." And you know, there's a lot of things about him. And like, Fox News realized we can't control him. I mean, it's like, dude. I, I mean, I talked a lot of it last week, but there hasn't been another person on any of the networks has talked more shit about the Ukraine situation that from an angle like he has, he has on far leftist on the show, but it's like, it's not shithead leftist. Yeah. It's like actual ones. And he's like, yeah, me and you disagree on immigration and four or five other things. Let's talk about these three things we agree on. And I've heard a lot of reasons why they probably fired him. I think that's probably closest to the main reason. Cause if you watch, if you hate watch a lot of these news programs, they are very much designed, I, I believe. And if you look at it through this lens, I think it pretty much holds up in my experience. At a minimum, every story really seems and how it's commented on is designed to paint the other side as crazy. Yeah. Like Fox News is going to show you, they're not going to show you some. God bless them. I'm trying to make sense out of this situation. Some weird family that like lives on a commune and they're like, hey, we don't want to mess with anybody, but we want to be left alone and do our weird stuff, what, however it is, hippies. But they're like, no, here's the craziest version of this. The people that are in downtown drag queen story hour that are trying to mandate, like it is, here's these crazy people. Yeah. When, when you watch MSNBC... They don't talk about a conservative that just wants to kind of be left alone. It's like, no, this is the the representative that's, tr that's trying to pass this law that really hates gay people and is super, you know, super above and beyond. They're very designed to pit these two groups against each other and keep them in a very stupid fight. <laughs> like, so they don't turn on who needs to be fought. And Tucker. Well, I don't mean it that way. Like, but you know what I mean? Hypothetically, if there was a group of people. Yeah. Yeah. But like Tucker was the like only one I can think of. If there's anybody on main, like I'm open to corrections, everybody comment, whatever, tweet at me or where I'm wrong on this. He's like the only one I ever saw 
who would bring on people from the other side. And he's like, let's like break bread and try to figure out like you're arguing in good faith. I don't think you're a lying, lying or you're crazy. Let's figure out where we agree. And that was like so healthy, I think for right wingers. Yeah. And like me personally, I got my own like crazy beliefs that keep coming up true for some reason, but seemingly that's, that's a joke. But like, Dave Smith has this excellent point. He goes, you know, there are like, there are people like Robert Kennedy Jr. who is like a lefty, who is like old school Democrat or Robert Kennedy, right? That's the guy running against Biden, supposedly. Uh, And like, I think he does have like some, some wacky theories, some left wing theories that I like don't really necessarily agree all the way with. Well, I like some of the intent behind him, but I don't agree on his execution. But it's like, I would rather that guy keep those beliefs because at least at the minimum, he's a left winger going, they're all lying to us. Yeah. And I love that just as much as Tucker Carlson being a right winger. Like, I disagree with him on China. But he won't win because they're not even having debates for the Democratic Party. Dude, I know. Ain't that wild? Just like did, Joe Biden campaigned from his basement and got the most votes did, in history. Did you see unpopular kind of outside? I think he kind of did get that many votes because I think there are that many people that are that retarded. I think that many people are also too lazy to go vote. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, but I digress. Uh, yeah, dude. They shut off the debates. Did you hear about his ABC interview? Robert Kennedy's? No. Oh, dude, ABC, like, had an interview with him that was supposed to be, like, one of their big segments. And as soon as it went to air, the anchor lady came on and said, we've decided that he speaks so much misinformation or disinformation in this interview, we've decided not to air it. And we're censoring it. We're doing something else. And it's like, oh, you're not even... Clearly, if he's speaking disinformation... You can easily like dispel it in front of him, like you see, in front of a live audience. This morning, there's a video of Biden in some interview, and somebody and the lady I think kind of goes off script and asks him a different question, and somebody off camera steps in to interject to stop the interview, and then he's like, "No, I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer." I love him being the president. Yeah, I love him. Be- like, I'm sorry, that's the most unpopular opinion, but guys, if there was a I'm sorry, I keep copying Dave Smith a little bit, but it's perfect. If there is there a more perfect symbol of our federal government than Joe Biden? A fumbling, old, decrepit, weak, barely sensible. It's the first time I realized that if he someone was to like die or nothing would change. No. Everything would happen exactly the same. Oh, no. Actually, it'd get even better. You know why? Because Kamala. Because Kamala Harris would be president, and I'd be... She's a moron. It's wonderful. Like, I mean, it's bad for the people out there that I are still like... I can't listen to her talk without getting a massive headache. I think I agree with Joe Rogan on it. I think... I, I genuinely think she is so stressed out in that position... It just short circuits, which hey, like, dude, I've never spoke. She got into that position by sucking dick. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. It wasn't a great when Tulsi Gabbard just destroyed her. Yeah. Did you see that in the Democratic debates? I don't know. Tulsi Gabbard, the the crazy left winger, 
Is she the one that switched over to right wing now, or no? Or she like? I think she calls herself an independent now, but she, like, she still has some like lefty tendencies. Like, I don't a lot of, lot of redistribution of wealth shit uh, and gun control shit. But she's very much like they're all lying to us. So I'm like, all right, they're all lying to us. We shouldn't be fighting these wars. So and she's like a soldier and can prove it, um, or not prove it, but she she was a medical. Doctor, well, then, like going back to Tucker, he's like, I supported the Iraq War and defended it, and he's like, I was so wrong. Yes, like, I was just talking. And then he asked about what happened at uh, Building Number Seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I think he literally woke up one day and went, "Oh, I'm the problem." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, dude, and it was one of my criticisms of him. Like, his dad was involved in some very media regulation co-opted by the CIA in foreign countries. Like, like, real. He's like, I grew up in that. Thinking like we're just giving information out. He goes, no, we're controlling information. We are. And it's, listen, to everybody out there that still has, like, hope for the federal government that was, like, prop, like, this is a. This is a car that the accelerator just keeps the pedal down harder and harder, and it's going towards a cliff. Yeah, like, it's stuck in like a like a runaway train. It can't yeah. slow down. It's just building steam. Yeah, and like I said, that Lennon quote, like there's there's decades where nothing happens, and then there's months where decades happen. Why yeah. is that our whole life, though? Dude, it's, it's like, it, it's... Uh, but I don't know. I'm like, loving these like once in a lifetime events happening every six months. But you know, I was thinking about it. Like we were talking about it before the show. Like we were th- we were talking about like when they were inventing the parachute and homeboy that jumps off the Eiffel Tower, testing it out and eats the ground. And I was like, dude, just kiss it. <laughs> just just a little nudge. <laughs> just a little nudge. But like, dude, I was thinking like. Those people were weird, man. I mean, everybody's weird. What is what weird is real. I mean, there's cocaine and there's soft. Dude, drinks. I mean, like, I was really thinking about how many people are just strung out and just doing, well, no, not even like drugs, alcohol, that are just get, staying drunk all day that are like, dude, I think it's Sig- Sigmund Freud. I've really got to cite this on wh- where the hell I heard this, but he talks about like as a kid, he's walking the streets and just sees a drunk guy screwing a dog. And that's like not that crazy of a thing to see in Victorian England where he lives. I'm oh, like, England. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, have you seen their women? Dog headed people. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sorry. I'm bringing it all back. <laughs> it always goes back to dog headed people. Oh, I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> Uh, when the goon does giants, I'll, I'll do dog-headed people. <laughs> Maybe Freud was onto something. But anyways, like, how? We only get, you know, out of history. Like, dude, even the history that they mostly leave us, I think it's mostly, like, when they're talking about themselves. It's Imagine the, most... the, craziest, the crazy shit that went down that didn't make the books. Dude, they blew tobacco smoke up their ass. Like, what we make fun of college kids doing with beer... Our founding fathers were proudly doing with tobacco, so proud they would draw it and put it in wood cutting engravings and be like, future generations, remember we did this. <laughs> like our forefathers. <laughs> in some ways we've strayed, and others not so far. 
I'm convinced we're not as civilized as we think we, we are. It's all a facade. Yeah, dude, Ben Franklin. Deep down, we are just... Benny Boy is still my hero. There's, there's something about being that damn ugly and that smug about it. Just, and just pimp. Um, but talking about, like, all right, there was one thing. I dropped it last week a little bit. Uh, man, I gotta look up the uh, guy's name. But we're gonna do some Lincoln hating. Because that's, like, I've always heard little things about Lincoln. Uh, but I've never seen it, like, really fleshed out. This guy did an amazing job. Um, it, it's rage something. I don't know. He, the guy's really not my style. He's very, like, punk rock. Uh, that's it. The Rageaholic. Abraham Lincoln, American Dictator. It's like an hour-long thing a guy does on YouTube. Uh, he's very, I don't know, punk rock, Philly-looking vibe, which ain't my thing. But the guy cites, like, nothing but firsthand material. And uh, this was stuff I always heard about Lincoln, but I always heard it from like really hardcore Southern sympathizers that I shouldn't even say that. I, I heard it from people I just didn't like. I was like, all right, show me the source. It's like, it's like you're saying that because of your view um, on it. It's something. your propaganda. Yeah. Like it fits your narrative. So it's, dude, this guy was like, I think Southern people are dumb rednecks. I don't like them. As a Northerner, I hate Lincoln. There's a, uh, I think it's like a quote, like from like a Union soldier, like riding back home, like had heard stories of Southerners and thought they were these weird, grotesque looking people, and he's like, they're just normal people. They they're look just like me. They're dudes. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, so he gives. It, so I'm just gonna do some of the highlights. Can't recommend it enough. Rageaholic Abraham Lincoln, America's first dictator, America's first dictator, and he really is. He totally translates things in the Constitution in a way nobody does before him. One of the things, and it's always cited, like, to back him up, like he suspended habeas corpus, and, like, the defenders of Lincoln would say, like, no, you know, John, not Alexander Hamilton, one of the first founding fathers also does it during the War of 1812, also suspends habeas corpus. Uh, And as the Rageaholic brings up, he goes, he doesn't do it himself. Congress passes it. Congress passes a law to suspend habeas corpus and puts like, hey, in two years, if we don't renew this or in a year or something like this is expired, like this cannot last longer than that. And that I can't remember the specific founding father signs off on it. Like, all right, Congress wants this. Sure, we'll suspend it for this little short duration of a war. Lincoln doesn't get Congress to do it. He just signs it and is like. Free speech is suspended. I'm drafting. The draft had never been done in American history. Income tax had never been done. And he's doing all of this in order to kill other Americans. Yes. And like, here's the real mind screw of like, I've always, there's always been a part of me, like I said, fighting, trying to fight two sides of propaganda, the federal schooling and the culture I grew up in. Like, admittedly, they both got holes in them. But I'm like, all right, I'm thinking like probably Lincoln is just like probably thinking like, ah, I've got to like do some dirty shit to like win this war and make my country united and free, free. I think he was more selfish. He's like, no, this isn't going down on me. I'm not being blamed for this. Like, I will do this for any means necessary. Dude, when he quotes from Sherman, which it was Sherman's March of the South. Am I, am I right? To the sea. To the sea. Yes. 
Like, dude, hearing Sherman's actual words of what he's talking about, I'm like, this? Sherman was war criminal. Dude, by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, he talks about the town of Meridian in Mississippi, I think. And he says the town of Meridian has uh, had a uh, like a tobacco depot, it had farms, it had office buildings, it had industry, it had quite a bit of things. It did. And there is not a nail or a board left of it. And he's like bragging on it. And he's like, oh, also at gunpoint, we took all the civilians and like told them, hey, hang on, hang on. I don't know if this is specifically in that same instance or another one, but he does this to, to multiple cities in the South, destroys them. To yeah. the to and I'm like, all right, like maybe like he did like my kind of maybe justification of this trying to see the light on the other well, side. That's how America's done every war since. Yeah, like like this is like tip like this is military shit. Like hey, like you know what? But no, when he quotes Sherman's letters to his wife, he's like, my goal is not to kill. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm gonna do my best to quote it as close as I can. My goal is not to kill the Confederate soldier. My goal is to kill the Confederate people and end them as a people and a society. Yeah. And his wife writes back, like, I'm paraphrasing again, but quoting, I'm trying to quote it. Uh, I remember key points. This arouses me so much. I hope you herd them like cattle and drive them into the sea. Oh my dude. This is insane. This and Rageaholic goes into much thicker detail and much everything is sourced. Then, like the last thirty seconds of his video is like, here's all my sources and numbered and every fact he talks about. You can see a number by it and beautifully done. Uh, it and dude, it makes me wonder. Also, the largest mass hanging, uh, federally mandated mass hanging occurred under Lincoln. Dude, that occurred under Lincoln. Um, yeah, and all them Indians. Native Americans. Oh, there were uh, also, as I've mentioned before, the damn Emancipation Proclamation. If it's freed any slaves, it was hardly any. Because it specifically labels, like, if you're loyal to the Union, keep your slaves. If you're in Southern Territory we don't control, including one quarter of Louisiana, you can't keep your slaves. Which makes no... That's like telling Al-Qaeda... Slavery really came into it Mm. to keep other Mm. countries out. Oh, dude... and even Europeans, like, so, so rageaholic quotes. If anyone has contrasting opinions or facts, please, I'm open to them. Uh, like, your European countries send envoys to America. Be like, hey, check out the slavery situation. Tell us, like, genuinely, how bad is it in the South? And this, like, to, let, towards the later half of the war, after the South is, like, whooping ass. Yeah. Um, and... They, like they look, they go, th- do a tour of the South and they go through the North and come back and they're like, oh yeah, there's slaves in the South and it's not so good. They're like, but dude, people in the North are like freaking out too because they're being thrown, like reporters are being thrown in jail and still reporters are still reporting. Like, like the Maryland legislature. Yeah, the, were you the one that told me it was, no, no, it might've been Rageaholic. It was the grandson of Francis Scott Key who wrote, what Francis Scott Key write? The, the Star Spangled Banner. His grandson would be locked up in the same fort as his grandfather for reporting on Lincoln. He was a reporter 
and he would be locked up in the same place that his ancestor was. Uh, Patrick Henry's great grandson fought at Gettysburg for the South. There's so many things. It's like, and whenever, and he sources so many stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not. There's a lot of retarded stuff in the South too. And I'm not even talking about the Confederate government itself. I'm talking about the like my heart. I don't feel. I feel bad. Hmm, How should I? How do I feel about this? Tiptoe. <laughs> Not even tiptoe, but like I'm really trying to analyze like how I feel about this. I believe the notion of defending one's community with your own life and even possibly to kill other people that are trying to invade and kill your community, I believe that is an awesome heroic thing to do. Like, let me put that first and foremost. Like, that's great. My friends that went off to join the army or even become police under that pretext, like, that's a noble goal to follow. Right. Uh, if, a, if one of those people get killed following that goal, I'm like, you know, if they're actually doing what they intended with that goal in mind, like, that sucks. But that's kind of, you, you, noble. you signed up for it and that happens and God bless you. I hope you're, uh, you know, you're better than I am. I'm not signing up for that shit. Even if it worked out, I'm, I'm surviving. Uh, but I, I, I couldn't deal with somebody telling me what to do. That too. They're like, go run a mile. Whoa. No. <laughs> like, well, if you don't, we're going to kick you out. Oh, please. No, literally, guys. Like, the last one of when we were working cows at one of these old properties we had, me and Mercer walking in. I'm like, hey, I think to myself, this might be a little bit faster if he runs back and gets the truck and I've like chased this cow off. And I go, hey, Mercer, you want to get the truck? And he goes, nope. And just keeps walking. I'm like, I'll go screw myself. All right, cool. I'll, we'll do this. I don't do instructions. Nope, he don't. That's why, that's why you're doing your own thing. But God bless you. But anyways, like, so my heart, like the soldiers, my heart goes out to them, but not near as much as some dude that's just making shoes in Meridian, Mississippi, or some dude just trying to report the truth in Chicago, Illinois. Like, dude, for those people to get screwed with that aren't signing up for this heroic thing that they get. Oh, and by the way, a lot of these towns where the that are like destroyed, both the civilians and the slaves are like at gunpoint, like go in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> like it's winter. We don't care. Go down. And actually there's groups of slaves that are quote unquote liberated by Northern garrisons who are like, yes, we freed you come to our front lines. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, this ain't what <laughs> now. And there's, there's also, by the way, there's also Southern groups that use well, slaves say, on the front take lines. The North and South out of it. And like go to modern times, look at how much worse we are because of what the federal government did and is still imposing because of it. That's the other side of the coin. That is really like, dude, as much shit as I've talked about and thought about Woodrow Wilson and FDR, who both did things, they couldn't have done it without Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln set the bar for the president is log. Yeah. Stovetop hat. Uh, <laughs> he set that for, and like, don't get me wrong. There is a part of me, like, I'm not, I'm not going to totally like degrade the guy. Like the dude's got some merit to him. Like, I'm not saying he's any slouch. Like the guy was, I don't know how much of this was propaganda, but supposedly self-taught, supposedly taught himself to read when his father like wouldn't allow it. 
So like, there's some. So like, I, I'm I'm hearing like a critic be like, "You ain't half the man he was. He did all this shit." Like, like, dude, the dude had some accomplishments under his belt. Like, badass individual with a lot of talent. Doesn't give him the right to come the first American dictator that leads the way to Woodrow Wilson and FDR and every bit of like it turned it. Before then, people identified with their state. Yeah, and their state regulated them. And very, very little of the federal government. if Because that's how it was set up. Yeah. And it's like, and like, here's the thing behind that. If someone closer to you regulates you, there's a higher chance you're going to run into them. Now, it's something that made me giddy the other day. I was talking to my brother, who's a, a libertarianish conservative. But he said, you know. And I, that, some, that's something I said to him years ago that he brought up to me. And he's like, I think you're right. Regulation's okay if you got to look the people in the eyes that you're regulating. But he's like, the further you get away and the more disconnected you are, the more, like, I regulate my kids. But I see my kids and I deal with my kids. A, a church has regulations on being a member and, like, stuff. Like, I'm down with that. That's pastor is something shady. You get rid of the pastor. Then we have a process for this, and if you don't like this church, you don't have to join it. You can go do and start your own or do it. Oh, you can leave? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, dude, it's... It created this monster that has spread all across the globe, and it is, like... I want to say the Civil War's over, so income tax should be over. Oh, yeah. Because it was imposed for that reason, but we're still paying it. Well, then came around the progressive era, and they were like, hey, we're doing, that was such a good idea. Let's do it again, but permanently. That, that was Wilson and the Fed. Thank and you, Lincoln. I don't, hang on, I, I don't know if it was specifically those two things at the same time, but I know it was a, a little bit had to do with the Fed, a little bit had to do with Wilson, and Wilson was just a micromanager. And that's the problem with these micromanagers. That's a job site. It might be a good thing, but like... Trying to micromanage? What was the population back then? Let's say it was 5 million people. Like, that's, I know it was higher than that, but like, that's insane. Because not everyone fits in the box. But, anyways, that got me thinking. I saw an interesting argument unfolding today on Twitter while I was frying turkey, and it was quite entertaining and informative to watch. Let me ask you this, Merce. Is there, and this is like going to sound very serial killer of me, is there any justified reason for killing an innocent baby? Yeah, if it's baby Hitler. If you can't know the future of the baby. I don't know, some of them have this look in their eyes. (laughs) Are they from Polk County? (laughs) (laughs) But no, and this really like... And uh, this is like kind of deep. I don't think there is any justified reason for killing a baby. No matter what. Because we can't know the future of that child. Hypothetically. All right. You're on a a raft at sea. There's a baby. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're literally not going to be able to keep the baby alive. The baby's not going to make it. But the baby can keep everybody else alive. If, then when the baby dies... Like it's like the parable of the, the, trolley. the, body, the trolley on the right. railroad tracks. I'm not going to kill a baby. I'm not saying you kill it. I'm just saying you let nature rapidly... <laughs> just, you, I'm not killing it. I'm just ignoring it. I'm <laughs> in. <laughs> One, two, three, not me. Oh, I can't. That's horrible. That's awful. I no. bet it's tender. <laughs> 
you? Oh, I'm a monster. (laughs) (laughs) This is what this guy filters every day to fit in with society. (laughs) But no, so like, I don't think, hypothetically, if there was a guy, if there was a guy that I was going to kill justifyingly, I don't know, let's say it was... Let's say he was planning on pushing a button that would kill. There, you're stuck with the trolley problem. Damn it. I thought I figured out the trolley problem, but it figured me out. Here's my thing. I think even if, like, the guy runs into a kindergarten or whatever, like, I shouldn't kill anybody to kill him. Oh, you mean, like, collateral damage? Yes. That's what I'm getting at. I well, don't... that's why you just be a good shot and not a Ubaldi police officer. Okay, okay. See, I can even wrap my head around, like... Okay, so you run in, and you shoot, and you kill the shooter, but you actually didn't accidentally kill the shooter. Here's what I'm getting at with my serial killer question. You you hit it on the nail. Collateral damage. I don't think that is ever justified. Killing soldiers? Justified. That are, like, invading you? I'm even going to take a step further. Assassinating a head of state. Justified. If you're like a country that feels like it's somehow to some well, self defense, what the CIA does it to our own president? I mean, it's a power grab. <laughs> it's justified for a power grab. But sorry, whack the mic. We still connected. Yes. Okay, I've already done it once. Can't do it twice an episode. But like, you literally have though. I know. But here, here's what I'm getting at with like that civil war talk, and like why I really feel for the civilian. And I mentioned this before the show. So John Wilkes Booth wasn't justified. I don't know, dude. It's like, like, all right, that's what I'm talking about. Like, assassination's almost like I could see it from his point of view as a self-defense, as like, a, you've invaded my homeland. I'm going to try to kill the guy that's sending all the people to invade my homeland and make that stop. Like, from that perspective, it makes sense. Uh, however, this is what I'm getting at, nuking Japan. I'm just going to go step right into it. I think, and we even like nuked it even harder. <laughs> wouldn't it have been much more preferable to just like kill their leader? No, because then you made them all mad at you because they treated their emperor as a god. And I know. Then you attacked their religion. Okay, I could see it. I really. And then believe- he was going to surrender. I was I was reading at Ace Anarchist. Follow him. Also, on we spent all this money. We had to test it. <laughs> Like, that's really that's what it was about. I mean, 100%. That's what it was about, was showing Russia what we got. And the sad thing is, like, dude, how many babies just got evaporated? That had nothing to do with... Think of the life rafts they could have fed. <laughs> you rat bastard. A lot. That's a lot of babies that could have... At least gone to better use. <laughs> like, at least... Spear practice. We're burning. We're burning in hell. I'm sorry, everybody. Spear practice. Yes. Yes, Mercer. <laughs> At least train an arm. Anyways, return of Dark Mercer. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, but no, that's like my ethical dilemma. Is chilies now? <laughs> that is my ethical dilemma. Is. See, I try to have these deep conversations with my friend, everybody, and he just sabotages them brilliantly in your... Please be patient. We have autism. Uh, But anyways, and here's the thing. I think if all the propaganda that we were told about Japan at the time was true, 
maybe that the nuke would have been justified, even given what I said. Like, if Japan actually still had a navy that was capable of invading the United States and going in a land battle with us. So we're just supposed to leave them pissed off on an island? I Like, dude, I'd be down... We talked about it a little bit, but, like, I'd, I think it'd be more ethical to, like, even assassinate their leader or do some kind, like, make it where their military can't do nothing. I don't know. That's easier said than done. I almost feel like I'm sounding like a liberal talking about just fight him instead of using a gun. But, no, it's—I I don't think it's ever justified for any reason to kill innocent people. No matter it's war, no matter it's like whatever, and once you okay, so then we should have dropped any bombs in Germany. I don't think on people that were just making shoes. I think if one of us wanted to assassinate Hitler, tally ho, lads. Uh, but and that's easier said than done. I mean, I.E. Fidel Castro, man of a thousand ways to die that dodged them all, except for time. Time got him. Gets uh, everyone. Um. I don't know, and don't get me wrong, it's the, the world's chaotic, this chaotic reality. Sometimes you just got to deal with the cards you're dealt. Um, I, I I don't think America, I'm really under the belief from what I've read, and I'm sure this is like a shit storm to like stir up. I think if we would have minded our own business from World War II, and hell, maybe sold guns to both sides. Let's be really capitalist about it. If y'all are going to make money, sell to the well, I don't know. Germans were doing really messed up stuff. Uh, but, yeah, that's really bad. Let me walk that back. <laughs> At the time, I don't think everybody knew they were no. doing bad stuff. And, like, I really think Germany and Russia would have... I'm not saying, like, it would have been a good thing to mm. do it, but I think you could have been like, oh, yeah, here's buy mm. guns. I think it's crazy that we picked a side with the USSR. Like communism or not, like there did they kill as many innocent people as the Germans? No, but that's like a conversation between John Wayne Gacy and Ted Bundy. Like the body count's really irrelevant after the first million, I think. Uh, but I like I really think they would have burned themselves out fighting each other. And since they have centrally planned economies, it just would have yeah, they like murdered each other at Stalingrad. Yeah, let those two groups keep doing it without our stuff. I don't know. That's rewriting history, and that's something I can't do. But I think it's something like, I really believe you can learn from history and see like, oh, we get involved in all this shit around the world that our forefathers really told us not to. Explicitly, they're like, mind your own business. Were you the one that tagged me in the first mint, the first tender currency in the United States? Maybe I don't, so. I don't know. It might have been bullshit I saw on Twitter, but supposedly instead of saying in God we trust, it's said, quote, mind your own business or mind your business. Um, which I'm like, that's American. Uh, anyways, that, yeah, to pretty much staying out of war. And that leads me again to like, all right, what? Well, I'm not trying to get too deep in the libertarian weeds, but there's like one thing I'm like really on my mind. I see some people take the concept of not having government involvement in a certain situation. And I see it uh, echoed to giant degrees. On some things, I think is absurd. Um, like, kind of on a side note, this was something I kind of revealed today. 
You know, I actually think with like a left winger, I have fewer disagree, like number of disagreements. I think I actually have fewer of them with a left winger than I do a right winger. Typical Republican, I should say. <clears throat> However, the things I agree, eh, no, not typical, with a Republican owner, much more important to me than the stuff I've agreed. Like bathrooms, I don't give a shit about. However, like I could see like the libertarian argument around them. I just don't think it's that important at all. When I'm seeing people that are anti-government in different ways defending, like, sending our tax money to help start World War III across the world, I'm like, this is the most in- insane shit take I've ever seen. How, I can understand if you were a neocon and you think this should happen. I understand if you're a progressive or a liberal or a, any of those, that philosophy makes sense with that, I guess. Not ours, you Jackass. So just side rant. Had to get over that. Um, but dude, there was one last thing that I really think you hit on before the show. I mean, it was a mind blow. It was it was something that hurt me. I really think Mr. Garrison is the mark of things to come from South Park. Merce just kind of blurted that out before we started, and I was like, "What?" Do, do elaborate on your. No, basically, Mr. Garrison is just. He starts out in the early nineties. Yeah, he's as, like or, literally, like it's a like late nineties. Exactly what's happened with our reality? Yeah, he. It's Mr. Garrison. The last twenty years is Mr. Garrison. Yeah. <laughs> you you remember? The, I think it's the South Park from like eight, eight years ago, where he's like he's had a sex transition and. Like, you know, that, that's one thing, but he's Mrs. Like, Garrison. Mrs. Garrison is like going crazy about it. He's like, Oh, I had my first, or, uh, I guess I've had sex and didn't use a condom. I'm going to get pregnant <laughs> and like goes to get an abortion. And they're like, you can't get an abortion. Why? Cause you don't think I'm a woman. And they're like, no, because this is biologically impossible. You crazy person. Fast forward eight years later and people are like, are you? And I, here, here's the thing. I don't know. It's a crazy reality. Identify yourself however you want. I don't care. The idea of making someone else yeah. demanding it of them bef- upon. I me- saw the best one. It was a woman like crying. She's like, I'm so tired of being misgendered. And well, it's, it's a dude that's supposed to be a woman. You sound like shit, but yes, keep <clears> going. <throat> anyway this hill <laughs> but uh basically he's like i'm gonna- not the dead babies all right continue <laughs> interesting moral compass continue but, uh, <laughs> she it him or saying sure are just saying like i'm gonna start misgendering everybody now on purpose i'm gonna I start calling that. men ma'am and all the comments are like i don't care yeah i wouldn't care yeah. I wouldn't care. I laughed before I even read the comments. I was like, I'd probably like laugh and be like, okay. And my pronouns in Spanish were lombriz for the yeah. longest time. Hey, lombriz, come here. A vimpaca. And like, all right. So that that's wild stallion for anyone that doesn't know Spanish. Uh, that's what the name means. Anyways, like, well, I think back before he went batshit crazy. Well, Mr. Garrison? No, no. Maybe. Jordan Peterson. Ah. There's some similarities, just if some. Jordan Peterson reminds me of the atheist Mrs. Garrison marries. 
Holy shit. Eh, eh, he looks like him and yeah. kind of sounds like him. I'll, I, I got to pull that up, but yes. Um, but like he said, like, you know, if you're somebody I respect, I don't like, well, even if my beliefs don't line up with yours, if you're someone I respect after like meeting you and getting to know you, I will call, address you by whatever you want because I, I respect you. He goes, if I don't respect you though, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna warp my reality to your liking. Kiss my ass. I'm like, that's the appropriate response. Like, because I think all of us. God, what would this world be without weird people? That that makes like that's like a little flavoring in life. I, I like that. However, don't regulate us all to be weird. Then nothing's weird. I feel like the weird is outbreeding the normalcy, though. Yeah, dude. There's some odd it's, characters. It's, it's kicking it up a notch. It's. It's odd. It's odd to glorify such behavior. That's that's the thing. Like no, I, it's becoming cool. Yeah. To be. No, actually, I'd beg to differ. I believe the new cool is going to be like. I think cool has always been the people that were slightly ahead of the curb on saying things you weren't supposed to. Most like I think from the like 60s kind of onward it's always been anti-establishment has been cool in whatever way it was like you know it was being punk rock in the 80s and what 90s it was whatever that dumb shit was but nowadays i mean the establishment is like bud light (laughs) ow yeah 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 uh like it's you know it's i think it's I don't know. I'm not hip with the kids, but it seems like it's cooler to be like, I'm going to say what I want and not like, Oh, I'm going to be a rock star then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, we'll see how that goes. I'll um, probably be in an internment camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, guys, I think that's going to do it tonight. I'm whipped. Um, I'm dying. You are, you're sounding worse and worse as the episode goes on. Tomorrow is going to be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Cows and melons. Uh, but guys, Got any comments, concerns, or questions? Drop a comment uh, and follow us, Bandit Radio Hour. Uh, you can do that on Instagram, Twitter. Oh, we're on Rumble. I got to keep like plugging that because Rumble, Rumble might get big. It's getting bigger. That's interesting. Let's yeah, make it Rumble. Yeah. Uh, all right. So YouTube, yeah, all that. Guys, see y'all next week. Have a good one.